Okay. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, you know, we're, we're based in the UK, but we've got um, a, a large international audience. So they come from around the world. And we always like to ask our guests just to give us an idea of where you were sort of born and raised. So at least the audience can get a picture because we know America is quite big, but each state is different. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I was um, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. It's a uh, small, it's a small city in the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? Not you know, uh, not really much, not a lot there. But it's a, it, it's a, it, it was a good place to be raised and grow up in for sure. You know, a lot of people might be mis would have thought you were you know because of your connection with Easy and Ruthless that you were born in and raised in LA and, and I guess because of the sound, but um, in Cleveland, when you were growing up, what were, what are the things that you were influenced by the kind of music and stuff? Well, you know, one thing, uh, you know, growing up in Cleveland, we, we kind of had the, the best of both worlds. I mean, you know, uh, you know, because we, we, we would get the East coast music and the West coast music, you know what I'm saying? So we, we, we got both of it and we loved it. To where you know, like at that time, East Coast was kind of biased to West Coast and vice versa. But you know, we were getting all of it. So yeah, and, and and even when and even when the South started to come in with you know like the Ghetto Boys and yeah. Raheem and all those cats like that, you know, um, we were um, we got all of that. So like our our music range. That's why you know that that's what helped us develop our style was having all those different influences from all those coasts, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, while nobody had heard from where we came from, we got a chance to just, start, you know, to just develop our style and just be influenced by those greats. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, and as I said, I, I, I actually went to college in Alabama, so I, I can understand that sense where, you know, it was yes. East Coast, West Coast, we just enjoyed the music and we didn't have a bias. But, yes. but, for, but for you growing up, what was it that you were into before the music came around? Man, it was always music. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was always music. You know, I, I, I was, the only other thing I was really into besides music was playing football. But, um, you know, I, me in school didn't really click that well. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we didn't click that well. So, and, 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 um, you know, it, it was just like music was the, um, Music was the first love over everything, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, once I saw once I saw Michael Jackson perform on this Motown special, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? It just it just told me like it just sent like waves through me, and it was and I was just like, that's what I'm going to do. And okay. I told my mother that, and she looked at me like I was crazy. She was like, <laughs> okay, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But I said no, that that's what I'm going to do, like for real. You know what I'm saying? And it was just I I just been on that mission ever since, and I was in like the sixth grade. <laughs> like for real but then i mean we're all influenced by michael but from your point what were you looking to do were you looking to be a singer producer writer yeah, what? yeah it was just anything to do with music like I, you know i was because i was singing back then so yeah oh. this this was this was before hip-hop was you know had 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 come about so you know i was I, I was you know and plus my my mother and father they played like you, you know they they played music in our house constantly and my father would like, 
I would watch him like when he get the broomstick, he helped, you know what I'm saying, singing with the broomstick, you know what I'm saying? And I'd be watching him and I'd be doing the same thing, you know what I'm saying? I started doing the same thing. So it was like, so I knew the music very early on and I used to mimic those songs. I used to sing those songs and just, I just started getting more and more serious with it. And then when I, you know, then when I, uh, my brother brought home a LL Cool J album one day, oh, radio. I'm bad? Is that a oh, radio? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Radio. He brought that album home, and he was like, "I bet you don't know nothing about this." And he, talked, and he tossed the tape to me, and I put the tape in the radio, and I never took it out. I'm like, "Yo, this is crazy!" And I wanted to, and I wanted to learn his song so bad. I started writing down his lyrics, and as I was writing his lyrics down, I saw how to, I saw the formula in writing my own rap. So I started writing my own raps from there. So you, you changed from being wanting to sing to hip to rap just like that? Yeah. Well, 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 well no, it, it was it was it was a longer phase than that. You know what I'm saying? I was I was Michael Jackson. Then I thought it was thought it was new edition. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was man, I was everybody. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I'm saying? All those groups back then, you know what I'm saying? I imitated them, had their dance moves down, like all that dancing, singing. Wow. It's like I used to do I used to do all that, you know what I'm saying? And then when I started rapping, is is just when I started like just like coming into like just coming into who I would be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Did you right do there. any shows or did you perform singing before you got into hip hop? No, 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 I didn't. I mean, just just for my family and stuff like you know, and people like that. But never, never, I never went out there and done no shows like just singing. Okay, now. So when you so you got into the hip hop, what was it? You know, did you? Did, what are your were your friends and family were they also into it? Or how did you then start to think? Okay, I'm gonna take this new passion and try and create a career out of it. Well, you know, I I um I started like rapping just like off of my own. You know what I'm saying? And then when I when I went to junior high school, <coughs> when I went to junior high school. It's when I met Lazy Bone and you know Flesh and Bone. Okay. And um, you know, I met them in the seventh grade. And uh, you know, like uh I was, you know, I was just doing it like on my own, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then like I met them and we kind of clicked up and we and like we started rapping in the hallways. At the time they would they would uh lazy and his brother Flesh, they would do the beatbox, you know what I'm saying? They would beatbox and then I would rap me and another cat we had um, that was in the group with us. And so like we 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 got well known in school. Every year we was known. Um, we had a group called the Band-Aid Boys in junior high school. Wow. And, and we was very known, you know what I'm saying? Like throughout throughout junior high, everybody knew the Band-Aid Boys. We used to walk around with Band-Aids on our face. Okay. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, it, it was it was crazy. And, and um so, but but then after that, after we get after we went through, got out of junior high school, we kind of dropped the uh, band aid boys and all that stuff, okay. you know, and, and and we didn't really have a name because we were so much we 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 were like so so so, um, unfocused because of what was going on in our personal lives and our and our families' homes, you know what I'm saying? We were like just out doing whatever we could do to survive at that point in music. At that time, I have to say probably that's the only time in our lives where music probably wasn't the priority because we were trying to survive and live and yeah. just maintain. But um, 
after that, you know what I'm saying? We, we, you know, after that, um, I think Lazy, you know what I'm saying, had got incarcerated for a while and I had got incarcerated for a while. And after that, we, we decided that it was nothing but music. Okay. From here on out, we nothing but music. We got we we had something special. We had some different, and um, man, we was like we got to put everything we got into just pursuing this and making it happen, or it's not gonna happen. And that's when we decided to come out to California. But then, so it was it was it started off with just the three of you, and did you have a style? Because were you imitating um, what? Dre and Snoop were doing, or at that time, what, what was, how were you trying to formulate your style in those early no, days? We, no, we wasn't, I mean, we was influenced by a lot of what was going on, but we, we always had a desire and an ambition to be different, to not sound like nobody else, so yeah. can't nobody say, oh, y'all bit us, y'all, like, yeah. it was like, that was, that was just our mission, like, to be different, you know, and, um, like so, I mean, although we were influenced by those people, we 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 weren't trying to sound like nobody at all, and yeah. we didn't yeah. want nobody to sound like us. You know what I'm saying? At all. So the 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 type of rap that you guys had, you know, if you don't have good ears, it's quite hard to really pick up because it's like a a singing flow. It was really it stood out. Whose idea mm. was it to say let's let's formulate our our rap style? Because it wasn't East Coast. It wasn't West Coast, it was very different. Yeah, yeah, it was the Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> yeah, whose yeah. idea was it to like let's rap in this particular style? It was man, you know, um, that the harmony part of it just just really happened, honestly, coincidentally, okay. like for real, because it, because it was like, you know, we 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 were together so much and we were so used to each other and we had ciphers often. We would just be like wow. riding the bus and we used to get to rapping on the bus and everybody be looking like, okay, y'all go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we have ciphers everywhere we went. So, yeah. and we knew each other's rhymes so good from always saying them when, when one person would be rhyming and the other four would start ad-libbing his rhyme, it sounded like harmony. So uh -huh. as we went, we just started actually harmonizing, doing the ad libs, and that's what it turned into. Wow, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, that's 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 exactly how it came about. So it was like, like I said, it all that came about gradually. It ain't like we just jumped in like, okay, this is style. We did it. No, no, <laughs> it all came gradually from because like we always wanted to be them dudes that had constant flow, like, like yeah. no space in between words, like then, 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 But then when we like picked it up and as it came with the, you know what I'm saying? It was like something different. So yeah. that was a whole style in itself. And then we put the harmonies with it. That's just like, it's just, that just like created the whole flow. So, Cause you mentioned just lazy and flesh and bone and the three of you were in, in junior high. Then when did Wish and and Busy Wish Wish was around in junior high, but he wasn't never really actually in the group. He okay. was just always used to hang around like and say he was in the group, but he wasn't really like rapping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was just like he was just run, running through school being a bully, <laughs> 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 bullying people. Yeah, but, uh, 
but uh yeah he was uh yeah but w w wish 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 was always around you know, of course he's a he, he he's their wishbone is their cousin okay you know what okay. yeah so uh and then you know we met busy like later on in high school you know what i'm saying uh in high school but uh yeah but 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 at first it was like it was me and lazy though it was crazy and lazy that's why our names like are similar because at first it was just me and him. Like me and Lay went through the whole city getting in talent shows. Like okay. we was no we was known as them two dudes. Like we was known as them two dudes. Like they can flow. The light skin and the dark skin dude, they can <laughs> flow. Like for real. Every, every, every time they saw us, they knew like, oh shit, these little dudes about to go to, they about to go in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so we we had made a name for ourselves in the city early, just me and him. Like hitting talent shows, just doing this, and then you know we we came along and and we met Busy, and Busy was actually a member of the group before before um of Bone before Wish and Flesh actually officially joined. Because okay. Flesh was because Flesh was in the group with his Band Aid Boys, but after high school, Flesh had got more serious with going to school and going to college, and wow, you know what I'm saying? he had left. He had left the music alone for me, like like y'all niggas ain't gonna make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like for real. And 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 um and man, uh we and me and me and Lay just stuck with it. Like me, me, me and Lay just stayed with it like tough. And like I said, getting into talent shows and so busy joined, busy became a part of the group, and then Wish got in, and then Flesh. You know what I'm saying? After we made the move to LA and LA, he was an official part of the group, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, that's how that all went around. Yeah, you you know, you know I think when you guys came out, the 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 rumor that we got was you got with five brothers and a cousin or so. They they made it I know there were two, but it made it seem as if all of you guys were related. So that made it so intriguing to the rest of us, like, wow, this family of rappers coming together and stuff. But I I, I guess it's it was part of the hype. Um, because as I said, I, I still didn't know if you guys were all related or not, but you kind of cleared cleared it out. Um, yeah. You know, most hip hop, are, are, I don't know, because Wu Tang was probably an exception where they had the big groups, and then N.W.A. Did you always think it'd be cool to be part of a group, or did you ever think about just being a solo soloist? I mean, man, back then, you know, like back then, it was like. Well, back then when we started, groups was like, groups was the thing. Okay, hip hop groups. Yeah, you know, hip hop groups. I mean, you don't you don't really see that now because you know, everybody is about me, 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 and everybody went at the forefront today. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, um, I mean, I mean, that's that's the era we came up in. So like, I mean, I mean, we had plans to do solo albums and all that stuff. Like that was always in our plans. But we enjoy being a group because. The dynamic of the, you know, the, the the sound and the dynamics and the chemistry that's that's that that comes together when we all unite is incompatible, uncomparable, yeah, by far. You know what I'm saying? So that's always going to be the the uh the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter what, how good a solo projects we do, how good if it is, I don't care if your solo project go double platinum win. Grammy Awards or whatever, Bone as a group will always be better. It's very similar to New Edition, you know. When you know that's why they're 
they're still considered one of the best R&B band groups out there because of that. They go away, come mm-hmm. back, and that brand is such a powerful brand. Exactly. Did you then have a vision like, okay, we need to go to California instead of New York, and we need to go to Ruthless instead of, you know, Death Row? What was yeah. Oh, York, it was Def Jam in, in New York or, yeah. or Ruthless. Yeah. Or, or what was the idea? Well, well although we, like although we, we we were raised by um New York by New York rap, you know what I'm saying? Like we that's that's what influenced me to want to be in the game. Like all of all all of my greats are from the East Coast. KRS-One, LL Cool J, Big Daddy Kane, Bish Markey, rest in peace. Um, man, just oh, Dana Jane, Slick Rick, all of them. You know what yeah, I'm saying? EPMD, like EPMD, all of them, yeah. EPMD, you know what I'm saying? Like those, the them, the, that's that's who I came up off of. But we like even though we love them. We 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 resonated more with what NWA and Easy E were talking about because okay. of the way we were living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like our lifestyle, we resonated with them far more because we was them dudes. We was them dudes like ran around like that, <laughs> like we dressed like them, like we had yeah. braids, like we dressed like them. We wore the, the flannel jackets, <laughs> the dickies, the khakis. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it was like. Like we gravitated more to that, and we were like, when, when we got hip to like NWA, Easy E, like we were like, threw the roof off them. Like we was like fans, like hardcore. Yeah. And and we always said we want to sign to Ruthless Records. We want to wow. sign to Easy E. Always. Like and so when Flesh was going to school, he was out in California. Oh. And what and while he was in California, you know, he was he was meeting so many people out here. He was like, yo. Y'all need to be out here because this, this was for he was even a, like official member. He was like, y'all need to be out here because if y'all out here, I done ran into so many celebrities already just at parties. I'm quite sure the first person to hear y'all, they're going to be like, you know what I'm saying? So we, he came back and we hustled up money to come out to California. And that's what gave us the idea. We was like, we going out to California to sign with Easy e And that's what ah. we said when we left. <laughs> like for real, like no lie. <laughs> My goodness. You know, I mean, you know, he was, um, yeah, he was definitely ahead of his time and stuff. But for you guys, the that first single you came out with, Thuggy Sruggish, um, is it called Thuggy Sruggish Bone? It, it was, is it Tasha? What's her name? The who sang the the, the um, it, having, yes. uh, yeah, is it Latasha or Tasha? Latasha. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was such an amazing track. Um, as I said, we forget that you guys were from Cleveland, but I do mm-hmm. wonder then, when you go there, does do they do you do they change your style and your production? Because what you mm. were doing in Cleveland, when you meet up with Easy, does he just say, okay, you know, we need to produce it differently, or th- did you keep, did they allow you to keep your production and style that you would have recorded if you had full creative control? Man, when we came out, when Easy brought us out here. Like first of all, when we used to rap for Easy, like he used to he, he used to like with no beats. He used to be like he, he used to sit there blown away, like like man, say that one again, say it again. <laughs> it like, like like no lie, like he used to sit there like blown away. So like he never said anything when we were in there making our music. He gave us advice on like on, 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 on like other things, you know, so like you know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> 
how to act like we had sense. But um, when it came to music, he used to sit in there and watch what we did. Like, oh, hold on one second, hold on. Okay, he's too hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to sit there and watch what we did. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just like sit there, like, dang, y'all crazy. Like, that's <laughs> that's that's what he would say. Like. He and, and and he would let he would he would let us like pick everything like you know what I'm saying like what we wanted to wear like all all that was on us like the very first EP we did he took you know he 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 took all the photos to that wow like the the people on the come up he took all the photos like his he 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 used to ride around with a little digital camera and we used to be riding down the street and he'd be like he'd pull up to the side like get out the car we'd be like what he'd be like get out and go stand over there. He was like, okay, we go up and still, he, he put out his camera like, shh, 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 walk down wow. the street. Like, this is <laughs> crazy. Like, for real. Like, yeah, that he 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 had the whole vision, you know what I'm saying? But he never, like, said anything about our music. You know, a lot of people always dream of meeting their, their idols. And I wonder, what was it like for you? Because you guys always said we always we wanted to meet Easy and sign for him. Now you're talking about him dicking pictures and watching in the booth. What was it? Was it surreal? Was it? Did you feel like you were meeting Michael Jackson, or did you guys able to just concentrate on what you had to do and just like, okay, he um, he easily became a friend? Man, no, man. You know we act like groupies behind closed doors. <laughs> we, we was jumping, you know, what I'm saying running around screaming, talking about I can't believe, like, just like, like, like the first night we met him, and he the, the the first night we met him, and he gave us, like, he gave us his 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 uh pager number, his cell number, and the office number. He wow. was like, bro, he gave us all three numbers. Like, <laughs> if he was gonna shake us, he wouldn't have gave us all three numbers. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, I, and he told us to come to the hotel afterwards. So wow. man, on, on the way to the hotel, we was lit in the car. I'm talking about, could have had about four or five accidents. We were still lit, <laughs> <laughs> for real. We was lit, like for real, just riding, just, Hype like, bro, we going to see Easy E right now. We calling people like, it's crazy. Like, so we get there and like, when you come out the room, I always remember because the first thing I thought in my mind, I was like, yo, this nigga is short as hell. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, like, like no lie, I was like, <laughs> like, because the TV make you look so much yeah. like. I mean, on TV, like you can tell he's short because you know when when he around like Dre and all the mothers, Dre, like, yellow, you know he's yeah. short, but like. You see him in press, you like, man. But he like, but he like, like stocky though, like okay. built though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but up, man, man, he was a cool dude, but he came out and he was like, you know what I'm saying? First thing he said to was like, y'all smoke weed? And we was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, we about to smoke everything you got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so we went in his room. We went to his room, uh, BG Knockout and Gangster Dracer was in there. We, we rapped, you know what I'm saying? A few things and he was like, yo, so. When y'all trying to leave, we like, we leave right now. Let's go. And two days later, he had, you know, we went back to um LA and he put us right in the studio. Wow. Did it surprise you that how your first single and stuff blew up that the success came so quickly? Oh yeah. I mean, like, we were still so gone off the fact it's like this like everything for us was just like overlapping. We were still so gone off the fact we was with Easy E, we didn't even realize that when the song came out, it was just about to take off. Like, because everybody, you know, 
everybody in Ruthless, like, like, like we were buzzing, like we were buzzing like around California, around like the Ruthless camp and the news around, you know what I'm saying? The news around town was easy. He had these new cats okay. that were about to drop you know, and, and was about to be crazy. But we didn't know that it was going to be to the extent it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we just thought we was about to come out and, you know what I'm saying? We was about to, like, people was going to know who we was. But it, it was crazy. It was like, in a matter of weeks, it was like, we were like number one. And it was like, Easy was telling us like, yo, y'all got to calm down because y'all about to be the shit. Like y'all about to, y'all don't even know how big y'all about to be. And we still didn't realize it until later on. Like it was, it was, it wasn't until really after he easy passed th yeah. th that we realized how big we were. Like really. So, cause I know we're going to come to the fact that you've got not just an album that dropped in April, that you've got your, um, syrup line, you've got the clothing line, you've got a lot of things. You, you so you become a, you're, you know, you've got your own business venture. What is it during the short time you did spend with Easy that you learned from him? Because, you know, the fact that you've got all this stuff going on and as a group, you guys have your own labels and stuff. What is it that you learned with the short time you stayed with Easy that you learned about the business and, and, and things? That's what, that's exactly what we learned. You know what I'm saying? If you like, like you see all, all, the, all the different things I'm venturing in, is what Easy was doing, you know what I'm saying? He had, you know, he had various artists signed to him, different, all that sound different from each other. None of them mm -hmm. sound alike. Michelle, yeah. None of them sound alike. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to emulate with the artists I have. None of them sound alike. None of them, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's like, that's something he taught me. And he just, 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 just taught me how to be, how to be, um, serious in business and more responsible you know what i'm saying and uh man just like all money ain't good money wow which is a which is a very important one you know what i'm saying and yeah man it's just like i mean you know we didn't get that long with him but just by sitting back and observing the things he did and how he moved and carried himself it just showed me a lot you know what i'm saying and he was highly respected even to even from those he had so-called beef with yeah very highly respected, you know what I'm saying? So, and he's responsible again for the majority of what, what go of what the of how the West Coast was built, along with Ice Cube and Dr. Dre and those brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, and MC Ren, Yella, you know, because they are the pioneers, you know what I'm saying? And all of them get that credit, so yeah. During during that time, though, the um, because we, we, a lot of us knew about the, the the beef and stuff. Did you guys? How did you guys separate yourselves from what was happening with Snoop and Dre? Um, because you were on Easy's camp, were you were you guys able to stay away from that, or did you feel as yeah. if you're part I mean, of yeah. this camp? We need to also take shots back. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say you know it was squeaky clean. We stayed out of it. You know, it, we it, it was squeaky clean. It was it was words tossed back and forth from their camp and our camp, you know what I'm saying? That we all acknowledge now, you know, so we sit back and laugh about this shit now, like, <laughs> we crazy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was like, um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it was little words and little, little verbal altercations that took place here and there, you know what I'm saying? But thank God, nothing ever really jumped yeah. off and everybody is where we are today and everybody is cool, like family type, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's, that's what it's about. 
and 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 that's a testimony to to you guys because I think you know you see how close you guys are with Snoop and and the rest. Yes, indeed. Yes, when sir. when 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 Easy passed, I you know it took us all by surprise. But for you guys close to him, and he's somebody you you looked up to. Um, you know we've seen how Dre and Cube all sort of, you know how they they felt sad losing their their friend. How was it for you guys close to him, especially after you were taken off and and he was you, you know he was really mentoring you guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, man, it was it was, you know, it was strange because you know. <coughs> Again, we still in we still in the phase of you know being in shock that we actually yes, moving with Easy E, even though we even though we got an EP out now, we've been on tour with them. We we've been you know kicking it with them. It's still like yo, like this could still be a dream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. And uh, like so so when he died, it was just like wow. It was like another yeah i'm like this is crazy like just just you know and you get to thinking like just our luck like like all the times like we had ran into brick walls mm. thinking we had a shot here and, and it didn't pan out and then we finally get the shot we wanted and that was like it's over wow. <laughs> you know what i'm saying this is what we thinking okay but at the time we not knowing the impact and what the industry and what the fans are saying yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't knowing that, like, like they looking at Bone Thugs and Harmony, like, go, like, right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we thinking we about to be dropped and we going back to Cleveland, trying oh. to go back to hustling and doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, but, you know, we we, we got the call that we wasn't being dropped and we, and we were being kept on Ruthless Records and it was new. People running it and all this, you know what I'm saying? Everything, everything changed, and you know. Yeah, so because you guys came out with the crossroads, which even if I watch it now, it's quite emotional to watch, especially when you know that part with a easy come comes mm. up and stuff. Really, mm -hmm. um, how hard was it to write that? Because you know it's very similar to I won't say similar, but you think about when Puffy did the missing you stuff, those types of songs attributed to, to great artists are really, the emotions still carry to, to today. Was it a, a easy or hard thing to write at the time? Uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, we, we, we had felt we needed to do it anyway because, you know, around that same time, we had lost a lot of our family members and friends okay. as well. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we, you know, when we did the original song, it was just about one of our friends that passed away. Okay. The original Crossroads, it was about one, but at the same time, like mysteriously, like we started like losing like a lot of our relatives, like 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 not by natural death. You know, my cousin was murdered, which oh. which his uncle Charles was murdered. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying uh, one of our childhood friends was murdered. It was like my brother-in-law was murdered. So it was just like it was like one after the other. So it was like you know we need to remix this song and. You know, pay homage to our, you, you know, what I'm saying to our, to all our people. It didn't easy, so it was just like, you know, yeah, let's just remix this song and just, you know, what I'm saying, uh, just put it up. So when um, Wish says, "I oh, I miss my uncle Charles," so that was actually a real uncle. That okay. okay. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, you, you know, in the video that they had a point where the sort of angel takes a baby 
and that that's that's really that was a hard one that you know just in the video you know he comes in to the hospital and they take this baby and the parents and say no leave leave our baby and stuff did did you did you look at the video and think what did you think when you because it as i said it's one of the biggest tracks hip-hop but what did you think when you saw the video the finished video i mean you know back then back then um I, you know, I looked at it like it was cool, like it was, you know, it was cool, and it was um, 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 um it was um, it was good for the song. It yeah. was, you know, the scene was good for the song or whatnot. But knowing what I know now, the knowledge that I know now, I probably wouldn't do a scene like that because I know God doesn't uh, do things like that. You know what I'm saying? My beliefs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leads me to the, you know, like God doesn't do things that way. So so um I would never do it like depict a scene like that in a video in the future. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but as I said, back, you know, back in you you're still new in the career and everything and, and it, it yes, had indeed. It, yeah, it had it had its impact and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, as I said, you guys, you know, weren't just big in the US, you were big worldwide and stuff. How did you manage the success as, as you know, four guys, five guys who came from Cleveland and, you know, and hustling and stuff? How did you manage just the worldwide success that, that was happening? Man, probably like every other artist. <laughs> it, was, it was idiots at first and had to get smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> like for real, like that, that's, that's, that's the bottom line. Because when you come in, you're a new artist, you're going to indulge, you're going to, you're going to indulge in the celebrity life. You're going to take advantage of it. You're going to live it up. And then comes the learning <laughs> part, the learning wow. the lessons when you build up all this shit and created all this, your whole world. And you got to, your, your past start catching up with you and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's the process of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you, and you just have to hope that you ain't done too much damage and your past don't come to eat you alive. Oh, wow. real talk like for real so you just gotta man like that's why you know like when people say give advice to up and new coming artists, yeah. new artists it's like it's really like irrelevant doing that because you're gonna be hard headed anyway like okay. people always say oh oh yeah that's smart but like when you get into it and like you in it and, and that moment is there and it's like it's like the spirit of the world is strong and it, yeah. the gravitation sucks you in, man. Like real talk, like for real. <laughs> how, how did your family, cause you know, you know, if you, your dad singing on the broom and you told them that you're going to be like Michael, your biggest hip hop group around, what did they, how did they think about the success? Man, they was like tripping like, <laughs> like wow. Like, yo, cause, cause I was real adamant about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even told Lazy, you know, I, I even told Lazy one day, like we was walking home one day, and like we was we was we was both fed up, like, cause we was like, man, when is we gonna make it? You know what I'm saying? And and uh he was like, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about, you know what I'm saying, like just going back to school and trying to do something. And I'm like, and I told him, I say, bro, I ain't doing nothing else but music. Wow. I told him that. I said, I'm I'm not doing nothing else. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. For real. Yeah. 
the one thing I didn't get to find out was the, the names. Crazy, lazy, busy, wish, I mean, and the, and the bone at the end. Whose idea was that? Well, the bone, <coughs> well, the bone is the family name. That's why everybody has a last name, bone. And, um, you know, uh, I mean, the idea came from, Lazy actually came up with the idea, you know, when, like, like I said, when he was incarcerated, he was actually shipped off to Texas to live with his uncle. Okay. And while he was down okay. there for like a year or so, he, you know, he, he, you know, when you go somewhere, you're going to have friends wherever you go. So he had a little, he had a little uh, squad down there. They called themselves Bone Enterprise and they had bone names. And so Lazy was actually Busy Bone when he was with that, you know what I'm saying, in Texas. But when he came, when he came to Cleveland and we had reunited and we was like looking for names for our group because he wasn't going to use the Band-Aid boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what are we going to call? And he was like, uh, and, and, and he explained what he had with them down there. He was like, I thought of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's my idea. He was like, so we can use that bone enterprise. And I'm like, bro, I like that. And, um, and, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to be crazy bone. And he said, I'm going to be lazy bone. And then like, that's just how it came about. And then wow. like, Wishbone came in. He was Wishbone busy. Uh, busy wanted wanted the busy bone, so he took that name. And then Flesh just came in and was like, "I'm Flesh and Bone." You know what I'm saying? So everybody just like picked their names, and that was that. My goodness! You, you, first of the month, because I know you've got um, a, you've got a brand coming out with um, uh, first of the month, your cannabis stand. But that particular track, did you did you were you surprised? It's almost like our the hip hop version of um, "Just Got Paid," you know, the Johnny Camp yeah. sort of one. Did you realize yeah. it was going to be like a big hit? As well? Yeah, the ghetto version. <laughs> <laughs> Cash your checks and come up. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I mean, no, man. I honestly like. Um, we had no idea, man, and, and like I didn't really, I didn't even realize how funny the song was until like. <laughs> Years later, like I said, I just like sit up and listen. I'm like, yo, like we were tripping, like celebration of the first of the month. Like, <laughs> it was just something funny, you know what I'm saying? But it ended up being this big record, though. Like still to this day, yeah, it gets played all over the world on the first of the month. It's crazy. Twenty seven yeah. years later. Yeah, I mean that's the, and that's that. Those those are legacies that um that you guys and and the reason I'm I'm building on this because as we get into where you are now, it's always important just for the, the audience to be reminded about where you came from and the kind of the trailblazers that you were then, because having your own product line is still being a trailblazer in, in a different sense. So you always know when, you're, when you, you've gone global, when Mariah Carey invites you to come and feature on her record, and then you also have um, Biggie and Park. But the Mariah Carey one, because that's that's when you're really crossing over to new to a new level. Did did you guys? What did you guys think when she, she called you guys and said, "I want you guys to feature, especially yourself"? Bro, like <laughs> honestly, and this is the honest to God truth, we were so like we were so like wrapped up in what like we was doing and like going and like just like, because like we were fresh into like like what we was doing like being bone thugs in harmony and, and and having this newfound success we didn't even really we didn't even really 
realize who she was at the time because wow. like we almost did not go like go down and we man we were on the like because we were so lit and like so off the hook and on fire and in Cleveland at the time like like this is fresh to us like so so the whole city is just like on fire because of Bone Thugs and Harmony we didn't want to leave the city ever you know what I'm saying? like so we was in there like just like enjoying the love like we was sitting on the plane, me and Wish. We sitting on the plane and we like, Wish like, bro, you feel like going to New York for real? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really don't. But like, some just told me like, I'm like, no, no, bro. Let's just let's just go down here and knock this out, bro. Like for real. Like that's that's how loosely like we talked about it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like not even realizing who this was. Like. Telling wow. us to come, but you know, man, we we still like them dudes from click like in the block. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing really changed. Like we just we just got a couple songs out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like we still these dudes. It's just oh. like, all right, all right, man, we gonna go. Come on, come on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So we go down in there, man, and it was like like she had a set out for us, man. She had the she had the herb set out. She had the Hennessy uh, <laughs> on a silver platter, though, man. Like wow. Like, uh, on a litter, a literal silver platter though, like no bullshit, like for real. The herb and the Hennessy on the silver <laughs> platter. And I say, yo, she cool people, man. I'm glad we came. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so man, we going here, we going here, uh, and um, I think uh, like Stevie J was in there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Stevie J was in there. Um, I think Puff came by as well. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, like uh. They played the beat for us, and man, you know, me and like, me and Wish just like, we heard the beat and we just went in there, like, and just knocked it out. You know what I'm saying? And it's, next thing we know, it's on the radio, and it's a, it's a hit. Everybody's <laughs> like covering the song, and she doing an interview saying it's her favorite song, and I'm like, yo, son. And I'm realizing like who she is. I'm like, son, like, man, do y'all realize we got a song with Mariah Carey? And like, for real, it was, it was crazy. And like we just became like real good friends, man. To where like, like we talked to her all the time. Like she was like, "Come on, let's work on some music." Like you know what I'm saying? Like I wow, got, got several songs with her. You know what I'm saying? Like so, she always been like fam like that for real. Our sounds just just connect so well. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's musically match made in heaven. I mean, I mean, and and that's something because you know I know you guys are going on tour with TLC and because of the stuff with Mariah, I could see the connection. I could see the fact that you guys crossed over because there are some groups that will probably say, no, we're hip hop, we don't sell out and stuff, but you know, taking that step to cross over opens you up to a new set of fans who probably wouldn't have heard of you, but we're no, we exposed. No, 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 we didn't cross over. They crossed, the, the crossover crossed over to us. Yeah, yeah as I said, it, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't change, you didn't change your sound, but you got people who, uh, mm -hmm. crossing over, I mean, you have people who wouldn't necessarily hip, listen to hip hop or listen to your style, mm -hmm. uh, searching you out. Mm -hmm. With Easy Gone, who's guiding you guys, you know, direction? Because, it, you know, all of a sudden, when you're very successful, having double platinum singles and quadruple platinum albums, who's now saying, okay, let's, this is how you guys need to be next and this is how to make sure you keep the momentum going or is it the five of you doing it yourselves or 
Yeah, man. If you know Bone Thugs around me, you know there is no human being on earth that can do that <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can, you know, advise us and, you know, here and, you know, here and there. But, you know what I'm saying? We we have existed, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's real weird because we have existed just on the strength of who we are mm -hmm. and what we've done in the past. And, like, um, the foundation that we've laid is very, very strong after all these years, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's amazing to me, the, uh, the dedication and the loyalty of the fan base that we have all over the world, though. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's like, still, you know, it's bone fans out there to where if we go over to Australia, we go to, you know, say Colombia, to these places, like there are still large crowds out there just, singing our songs and coming to see Bone Thugs and Harmony. So that's definitely a blessing, for real. What did you, um, how did the collaboration with Akon um, come about? I tried. Man, that came about uh, through, um, you know, we were signing Interscope at the time and you know what I'm saying? You know, those plugs Zimmy Iveen got, you know, just, and uh, when we met Akon, you know, he was like, he was a huge fan. And of course he was fans of what he was doing. So like, he was like, yeah, I want to link up with y'all. That's why we ended up doing two songs with him because, like, we've been, you know, we really wanted to work with him and he wanted to work with us. So, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I mean, but when we when we get to the latter part of the 2000s, I mean, that was a massive hit. There seems to be you know, music's changing quite a bit. You know, the, the, the types of um, hip-hop is switching a little bit. What happens to you guys as as a as a collective when it comes to okay, do you then decide like the new edition guys, let's do our solo stuff, um, and and come back as a group or how how does does it run its course success wise that everyone decides to take a break? I mean, um, it varies for certain artists. It depends on it's about who's who. Like you know, what I'm saying like it's I mean dude. Like, you know, like some artists are still maintaining, doing what they're doing and living very, very well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some old school artists that even came out even before we did are like, you know what I'm saying? Maneuvering through this, the era even now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it, it, it's possible because this is, this is an industry that's full of opportunity. Like I just said the other day, you know, hip hop is still very young, yeah. not even 50 years old yet. So it's, we haven't even matured yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. Hip hop still doesn't even know how to treat its pioneers and its legends yet. Hopefully as it grows up, all yeah. that will change. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, we just have to wait and see, man, you know, and just do what we do. And just like, um, if you blessed to keep going and like, doing what you do and like making music and you still have the audience then by all means you should keep doing it for real and keep keep your legacy going for real did did you decide to relocate to los the california or were you still based in cleveland what was the how what or did you just hop between both cities yeah i'm i'm hopping in between both right now because i'm doing different things in both cities i have a non-profit organization in California and in Cleveland, Ohio, called Spread the Love. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm actually back and forth. I have projects going on in both states. So looking to do a lot for the community, like for the for the communities in both uh, both places. So yeah, but can we talk about the um, the nonprofit stuff? Because what what how does that you you know how does that come about? Where you, you you're thinking about setting something up? Um, and and who who are the target audience the targets that you're looking to that support? Well, right now, what I'm doing is um, working on a project in the process of acquiring the um, the land of my old elementary school. Wow. My, my old elementary school was, it, it was torn down like a few years ago. So yeah. what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to acquire, I'm acquiring this property. So to build a Bone Thugs and Harmony, like, music academy like performing arts academy and museum as well wow. you know what I'm saying? museum for ohio for, for all the ohio artists and entertainers that made it out of ohio so that people could come here from ohio to see that you know that, that there is opportunity because there's a lot of very very well-known people that made it from ohio and people just don't know about it cleveland specifically yeah. so so you know what i'm saying just you know want to put that in there and just you know, teach people, you know, like just the, 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 the fields of entertainment, man, whether it be engineering, whether it be uh, being an artist, a manager, just like all these skills you need right here in the community. You can come here. It's right in the, and, and, and this is the neighborhood we grew up in, like in our actual neighborhood wow. off of St. Clair, you know what I'm saying? So like in, in the, in the Glenville area. So it's like, um, we're giving people, you know, opportunities right starting right there in the community. You don't have to drive out to the suburbs to sign up for this. You come right down here, wow. like for real. Is it the four? Uh, are the five of you involved in it, or is it just yourself? Or how? How? Do... Yeah, yeah. Right now, it, 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 it's just me spearheading it. I have a team on in LA and a team in in, in Cleveland. But like, I'm pretty sure in the future, I'm gonna bring them on to make it even bigger and like with even bigger, with an even bigger vision and you know, all types of things. They'll yep. definitely be involved in the beach and in the, in the museum and, and stuff for sure. Okay. Then what about, what about the, um, the syrup line? Because that's very interesting that you, you know, you've come up, how did that, that come again? about? Your, your syrup. It's going in and out. The, uh, so this, yeah, the syrup, your syrup line. Oh, oh, the syrup, the syrup. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're yeah. English, so we, we, we have a different pronunciation. But how did how did that come about? The concept and uh, well, well, um, you know, um, man, it's just um, you know, I've seen people uh drinking, you know, uh, the, the lean stuff, and you know, I I, I saw this like. Other, other other companies were doing this, like, you know, with the syrup. And, you know, it, it was just, you know what I'm saying? It's just something I liked, you know what I'm saying? I, I It's just something I um, like being that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't smoke as much as I used to because of my uh, my autoimmune situation that I have. Okay. So I don't, yeah, so I don't smoke as much as I used to. So I do like edibles and like, like the syrup. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, if I'm going to do it, I might as well have my own brain, make my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, the suitable, you know, like something I like. And 
I'm gonna see if other people like it. I'm quite sure they will, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, um, yeah, so it's just an extension of my uh, cannabis brand, Leaves of Legend, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have, eventually we're gonna have edibles as well. Crazies, incredible edibles, it's coming, you better believe it. <laughs> is <laughs> is it legal? It's, I, I think it may be legal, is it just in California it's legal? Where? Oh, no, where... no, 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 there, there, there are several of other green states now, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, they, that's, that's legal. It, it, pretty soon it'll be all 50, whatever states we had, 52 states. It, it'll, it'll be all that, yeah. So the, um, okay. So, I mean, wh are you selling them in shops or is it online or what's, how? how on you shops. On, okay. on shops. And at the shops, they have online delivery services or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. It's both. In the, one of the things that, you know, when we started off, you talked about how easy mentored you and, and things like that. But we also talked about how the industry, you know, you kind of get caught up in it and advice for new artists. I, and I know that you are, you mentioned that you, you, you're managing artists and you wanted to model it on Easy's sort of everyone sounding different. How much of the, um, because the industry's changed quite a bit now, you're not selling CDs and vinyls and, and, and mama pop shops. What is the sort of direction with the artists you have and how you expect them to generate income not just for themselves, but for yourself as 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 the as their manager or a, a label label. Oh, I mean, you know, they they they're gonna. Well, I'm into what I'm trying to do with them is, you know, rely on myself to push them through. You know what I'm saying? Get them, get them the right situations. You know what I'm saying? Guide them to the right situations, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, teach them the whole business. So at some point, you know what I'm saying? You know, at some point they may want to step off on their own, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, what they're going to learn here is, you know, like the knowledge to deal with these contracts and like you can either go to a major label and deal with this. There are some pros you know what I'm saying? But there are also some disadvantages. But you can choose to do this yourself. Like, make, make sure they understand these options, man, because, like, <clears throat> it's very important to have the education so we can break the cycle that's going on with these artists and these labels today. And the cycle is, like, it's the education, man. Like, it's, like, understanding who you are and understanding your worth and understanding it before it's too late, mm -hmm. like for real. And that's what that's what a lot of art, artists need to learn. So that's basically what I'm like, what I'm bringing in with these artists, man, and just showing them the ropes along the way, man. Like, and just, because their music to me, is like their music speaks for they, speaks for itself who, who, they, who they are. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find artists that don't need me on every other song. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't need me to be present when they go do a show all the time. They can hold their own. They can actually like command the crowd. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen these the artists that I work with. I've I've performed with them many times, and they can do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so that's what I'm looking for. Could you 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 know I um I've probably interviewed over 50 90s um, R&B acts and some from the 80s. And the sad thing that they always talk about is how, you know, they they got 
publishing taken away from them. They um, they were paid two cents a record, you know, without realizing, you know, the, the, all that all that stuff. And 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 it it's almost seems as if it keeps it happens a lot to to sort of our black um, artists. How did, did what did you learn as part of a successful group who were selling tens of millions of records about the industry um, that you're sort of going to teach the people that you're managing? Yeah, well, I mean, the good thing, like I've I've seen some of those stories and. Like, like, you know, I've seen some of those stories, man. Like, and I'm, and, and I'm like, it's horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, like, I mean, we, 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 we didn't get what we deserved by far, but we saw money though. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't like we never saw no money. It's like, I was like, what was going on? Like back in these, like on these in these contracts and back then, like, but we. We saw money, and we we still getting like you know what I'm saying like a bonus still being paid royalties like from everything we've done in the, in the, in, the, in the past. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't understand um, those situations and things like that. While those artists weren't or are not getting paid from it, but um, like we pretty much like um, I mean, like I said, like we know we owe we're way more money, like <laughs> way more money somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Some fifty. <laughs> Some fishy around this motherfucker, we know. <laughs> but 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 we is seeing some, you know what I'm saying? Like so it's like when I see artists that say they they are not seeing a dime, it's like, wow, it's like, son, that's not cool. That's yeah. not cool. And I'm tired, I'm tired of seeing the, you know, like these black biopics with the same story, man. It's like the these labels rob them, and it's just like it's like, I mean, like. I'm, and I can't even say if our if our movie would have a partner. Like we could probably have a partner, like about how we fell out with Ruthless Records and stuff like that, because we deserve we 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 deserved more. But like it wasn't to the point to where like we was like, like just ever homeless or just yeah. like crazy stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Thank God, thank God. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and, and just like you know, so we were fortunate and blessed not to be put in those situations. You know what I'm saying? You know, just like I know I wasn't like so. Like, <laughs> yeah. for real. You know what I'm saying? For real. I mean, a lot of it was say they signed to a production company who and they sign away their publishing without realizing, or the manager comes in and says, "Yes, yeah, sign here," and then they don't realize they've signed away their 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 royalties, and or they go on tour and they don't realize that somebody's taking all the money and giving them only half of it. Yeah, so those are the types of things because. You know, you talked about being, you know, leaving school, being out, you know, being on the streets, and then all of a sudden millions are coming in. Who's telling you yeah. how to count your money and where to put your stuff in, pay your taxes, and all that stuff? Yeah. Hey, that's, yeah, that's true. But, you know, like, yeah, hey, we had the mentality, man. Look, man, look here. <laughs> we, ain't put, we ain't playing around like that, man. We come, <laughs> we coming up in there to get our money, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's payday. It's payday now. Come on. And Real it's not, talk. Just the, not just the first <laughs> of the month. <laughs> Real talk, you know? <laughs> A lot of us would have seen TLC have posted that they're going on tour with you guys. Now that, that's that's an amazing stuff. How did that come about? And 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 is it all five of you gonna be on the tour? 
Um, or what, what, what can you tell fans about what to expect? Well, man, yeah, well, uh, you know, all five, I'm not promised to. I ain't going to never promise that. We, we talking about Bone Thugs and Harmony here, man. Come on now. But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I mean, man, but the tour is still going to be, like, it's still going to be an awesome tour. You know, um, it's the same. You know, we we, we also going to be missing um, Left Eye, you know what I'm saying? Rest yeah. in peace. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think, you know, our fans and the love that they have for what both of these groups has done for the culture and for the music, man. It's just going to be a celebration of music. And I think everybody's just going to, it's coming just to have a good time. And in loving memory of Left Eye, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, just like that. And busy, y'all, hey, f- hey fans, y'all, hey, y'all got to get that busy. You know what I'm saying? Quit talking to me about it, for real. <laughs> for real, y'all get at him, for real. <laughs> yeah, man, it's still gonna be a wonderful day. It, 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 it's gonna be a good tour, man. We 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 planning some great things, you know, what I'm saying, for a show set. So, anybody to come on out, just going down for real. So it's yourself, Wish, and La- um, Lazy, and Flesh, uh, yes, the Flesh. Okay, so at least the four of you are, are generally. Yes, indeed. Okay, yeah, you you know, and one of the things that our audience would always know that. You know, you, you've mentioned you've been around for over 20 years and, you know, people change and grow and, 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 and stuff like that. But, you know, I think when the core is still there, there's always room for, for others to come in. Now, outside of the TLC tour, are, um, are you guys touring on your own or are you doing your separate thing, top separate tour? Are you touring with the others? Man, we go, um, we we go, yes, we, we, we touring. At, um, before the tour, after the tour, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like so, so we doing dates like all the time, like like especially now, like as soon as everything opened up, like everything just like you know like flooded in, and we like booked up until like so far the middle of next year, like it's crazy. Wow, wow. Yeah. Then how do you have time for your own solo stuff? Because I know you released an, a, a, an oh, album. No, it, no, you know, those shows are in the midst of all those shows. Like, yeah. Solo shows and all that. Yeah, definitely. Would you, because I, I went to New Edition when they did the Home Alone, Home, Home Again tour in 97 and 98, and they all come out as, as New Edition. Then they all go back in and BBD come out to perform Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, Ralph, and then they all come back as New Edition. If somebody comes to Bone Thugs and Harmony tour, would we see you guys just performing all the tracks, or would you have segments for you guys to do your solo stuff, and then all of you come back in? Or, or, or... yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely some, that's definitely something we're working on, like as a Bone Thugs and Harmony tour, like as for 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 a project that we um, that we have in consideration, like definitely for okay. sure. Okay. Okay. Now, just before I know that you guys have, um, I know that you've got um, the podcast. It's Truth, uh, Truth, <laughs> Truth Talk. What, what's that about, and where can people get to listen to that? Man, Truth Talks is basically a show. You know, it's a podcast where I, you know we we um, me and my partner, the bum Keith G. We um, we man, man, we talk about just like different subjects. You know, like. 
like religion, we talk about politics, we talk about entertainment, just everything. You know, we've um uh man, like we 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 address everything, but we look at things. First we look at things, we 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 pick a topic and we and we we have two sides. We have what man says about it, and then we just goes and we say what God says about it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And we compare the two and we see which one weighs heavier. God, of course, always. Man, <laughs> okay. Because men are, because men is idiots, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I'm saying? Like God always, but like, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's basically what the show is, man. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, uh, like we've got like a lot of good feedback. People tell us they happy I'm doing the show because nobody talks about stuff like this. We don't do a show, like our show is not, we, we're not gossiping about, what other what other celebrities do, you know what I'm saying? Like who's sleeping with who, who went to jail, who shot who, none of that on the show we doing, you know what I'm saying? It's enough of that going around the world already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We want to bring like facts. It's not a conspiracy theory show, even though we've had topics on a few conspiracy theories that are out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we want to, I want to stick to 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 mostly facts, man. I don't want to go go off no speculation because our show is here to educate and enlighten people you know what i'm saying yeah not to fill your minds with gossip and all that other crazy stuff like for real yeah no it's, it's and i think that's the one thing that we you know most people talk talk about the music industry and and we talk about shady people who have knowledge and power taking advantage of vulnerable people mm -hmm. people don't talk about some illuminati or some you know that's fictional i, I have no idea for anything like that i just know that they are people who have more knowledge about contracts and deals and take advantage of people who are just so desperate to get in more mm -hmm. so than than all these other stuff so it's good to talk about it so that people come into the industry aware that even the lawyers you go to could be part of the industry system and might not be tr as truthful so it's almost good to um to be triple triple careful mm -hmm. when i'm not doing this stuff i'm my full-time job is i'm a mental health therapist um here in the uk mm. treating um under 19s and one of the things that is big here is that mental health among the black community here in europe is really it's as poor as anywhere because people don't come for help they feel as if no we're black and we're strong but it, but they mm. suffer the most mm. being in the recording industry where success and money and all that stuff comes how did you personally manage with anxiety, depression, and mental health? And were you able to seek help if if it was a struggle during your career? Man, um, fortunately, I've, I've, I've never had to uh, struggle with mental health, even in this industry, because, you know, I, you know, um, I, I learned very, very early in this, in this business that, keep it 100, that it's fake. Okay. Everything about it is fake. The money you make is real, <laughs> but everything about it is fake. The people, you know what I'm saying? So, so it, it, it's like, I learned to never take it that serious. Like, never become a celebrity. I don't consider myself a celebrity, I'm an artist. I don't consider myself a celebrity. I don't do the shit celebrities do. Like, for real, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, um, 
I learned very early, like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this is to never let money and fame overshadow the love that I have for genuinely making music. You know what I'm saying? Because I love making music because, you know, it's an outlet for me. I get to express certain things and ideas and get it off my chest. It's like, that's, that's therapy for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whether I was making money for it or not, I would still be doing it. If I had a nine to five, I would come home and I would make some music. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like, I'm doing this for the, for the love. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like married to this. I'm not, I'm not uh, 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 just like, so going off of this, that like like a lot of these celebrities you see, they think like very highly of themselves and it's just all about them and nothing else. I'm far from that, you know what I'm saying? I always stayed grounded because it's like, all of this can be gone tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And then, and like you, you, you've seen in the past for many people when it leaves, how they, they can't handle it. They, they resort to using drugs and alcohol and their whole life is in shambles because they got caught up in a fake life. Yeah. And, we, and when reality hit them, they couldn't handle it. So I vowed to never be that person. Like I always stay grounded here on earth. Real talk. Yeah. Did you get a chance, because you had a collective of five, to talk about, you know, if you were struggling, you had issues. Because I think with, with Simone Biles has just come out and talked about her mental health. And one of the things that black people, we, we Either we go to pastor and ask for advice and that's it, but we don't, as men, even talk about feelings and emotions and stuff. Being part of a group, did that help you guys to talk stuff out and not carry the burden upon yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, we, 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 we had, had a lot of deep conversations about personal things we were going through, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the, like over the years, we've been together for sure. And, and, and it has helped, you know, it, it did help having that, having that bond of brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like you could go to it, you know what I'm saying? Just chop it up with, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, that definitely helps, you know what I'm saying? Like having having people in your corner that that's not so much going talk, but just listen to you first, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause sometimes like you need to like, somebody's gonna listen to you and understand what you're going through for real, so. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. So. All my guests, I always ask them that if they, if you were stuck in an elevator and they said, look, it'll take a couple of hours, but we'll put a movie on for you to watch while before we get you out, what movie do you request? Oh, say that again? If you were stuck in an elevator and they said, look, it'll take a couple of hours before we get you out, uh, what movie would you want to watch while they, before they get you out? Man, uh, that's a that's a crazy <laughs> question because uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably, uh, probably the Last Dragon. <laughs> that's okay. Favorite. Is it the Bruce Lee one? Yeah, Bruce Leroy. No, it, it, it's wow. it's actually like the uh, yeah, Last Dragon. It's like a black uh, karate movie that came up back in the days. It's it's, it's, it's okay. actually crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, called I'll, The Last Dragon, yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. They're about to put mm -hmm. the movie, but they say we pull a play a song before the movie starts. What, what song do you number would you request? What song would I play? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. 
It'd probably be a, a, a Michael Jackson song, Rock With You. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because one of the things I always like to find out is like, what's your people's favorite, favorite, if they have that one song that, you know, no matter what, I'm just going to put that oh, on. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, I got a whole bunch, like, Michael Jackson songs, like, I got a whole bunch of, like, like those for me. What like was how it? you put it so good. What, what, what was your favorite one, Rock With You? Is that your favorite, Michael, or? No, no, no my favorite one, yeah, but uh, my favorite one is Billie Jean. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that that's the one I saw him perform. And I was like, that's what I wanna that's what I wanna do. You know what I'm saying? Like so that's that was that's my favorite song always. Have you ever tried to do a version of it rapping over sort of samples of, of that? Uh I don't th oh, yeah, I think I, I, I think I did. It's, um it wasn't that beat, but it was it was it was a similar beat to um Billie Jean, it was called Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? I, I, okay. I did on one of my tapes too. Is that has that been released somewhere? Yes, yes, it been released. I, I have I have a mixtape series called The Fix Tape, and I believe it came out on the um on the fourth volume. Okay, and it's called Hollywood. Yeah, the song is called "Going Hollywood." Yeah, going Hollywood. Okay, um, I'll 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 check that out. I definitely have to appreciate, um, you know, the, the the time and stuff, and and you know what I'll get from from Bernadette is sort of a lot of the links to, you know, your your clothing line, your your syrup, the and and everything that you have, so that as people are watching, they can click on it and be able to. To, to check things out and, and things, you know, we, people have um, some tours to look forward to, hopefully an, a, a new album from, from Bones, or would you guys just, just be doing singles, or what do you think you might? Um, right now, um, I know Flesh has released some things, Wish has, re I mean, uh, Lazy has released some uh some music and busy's working on some music i'm also working on some yeah so right now we're just doing like you know everybody's doing their own thing and they releasing their music just focusing on their little uh you know on their little thing everybody's doing a lot man you know what i'm saying and like you know just because you know it's we are bone but we are our own individuals as well and we have other things going on that has nothing to do with bone yeah that's just that's just life, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, but, um, I'm quite sure, man, that Bone Thugs and Harmony is, you know what I'm saying, not like, you will be getting something from Bone Thugs and Harmony that's very big in the, in, in the, in the near future. And, that's and all I'm saying. And it's good to say that you guys are doing just all individual stuff and then coming back, that's, what makes you a massive collective? Um, I can't leave by without asking you what what your thoughts are about the state of the music industry now, um, and because my audience is predominantly '90s and '80s, um, that's what they grew up on, and mm. and and they like the 
even chaos 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 one came up with self-destruction you had all hip-hop unite for about stop mm-hmm. violence you had um black men united you you would know you'd had positive music you had people talking about what's going on in their hood in the, in their environment it seems as if there's a trap music that's that's out there a lot of older auto tunes it's it's quite different from the kind of things you were influenced by new york and west coast what are your thoughts and i'm not labeling any of the artists or anything like that but do you think that hip-hop has sort of been pushed in one being promoted in one particular style and the style that you you were used to has been marginalized by the labels and mainstream media yeah, I, I, yeah, I say I say that all the time. You know, um, that's the only problem I have with hip hop is not even hip hop. It's the these record executives and these people that's you know controlling the you know whoever's controlling the the radio, the program directors, and you know what I'm saying. It's like they're 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 only allowing one form of hip hop to be heard. Like there are several different genres of hip hop within the genre of hip hop. They they have to start respecting that. There is different types of hip hop that can be number one at the charts on their own charts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so why does it have to be one category of hip hop and all you get is just trap music? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? You had, it was gangster rap, you had conscious rap, you had backpack rap, you know what I'm saying? You're only getting you're 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 being force fed one form, like yeah. this is all it has to offer. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not knocking nothing, nothing they doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we there are millions of fans saying the same thing too. It's not just the artists saying this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, our fans know what they want to hear. Yeah. You know I'm saying just yeah. like people want to hear what they hear on the radio. No, that's cool to each his own, brother. Nobody's saying stop eating. Yeah. Nobody's saying stop like stop making the music you make and keep doing what you're doing. If that's what's working for you, that's what artists do. But yeah. there's a whole bunch of talented artists out here with different styles of music, with different messages that need to be heard as well. Yeah. And they're blocking it. Yeah. And it's the reason they're blocking it. Wow. Well, I definitely have to thank you for your time. You know, you've been a real trooper um, and especially with, with, with everything. So I appreciate everything. And I'll be in touch with uh, Bernadette as a, to get things out. But thanks very much. And the fans are going to be amazing to see you guys on the road and stuff. Yes, indeed, man. Appreciate you. All love, for sure. All right. Thanks All very right. much. Thanks, All Bernadette. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe to the channel but most importantly to press the notification bell so that you can be notified when we do have a new interview. Loads to come, but thanks a lot for watching.